In this episode, I break down exactly what you should do if you run out of stock on your Amazon FBA product. You're listening to the Amazon Private Labeler Show podcast, hosted by seven-figure e-commerce seller and digital entrepreneur, Nick Landowski. This is the show to get the tips and strategies to take your business to the next level. So strap in and get ready, because it's time to escape the rat race and build your own e-commerce empire. Let's do this. Hey, hey, everybody, what is going on? Welcome to episode number 128 of the Private Labeler Show. Thanks for tuning in. As always, I saved you guys a seat. And thank you so much for all of the love and the support and the reviews and the comments that you guys have been throwing out there for me in the podcast. Greatly appreciate all of that. Truly means the world. And hopefully you guys are having a great day. Hopefully you're rocking and rolling in your businesses, getting out there, making it happen, kicking butt, taking names, and making some money. So I'm super excited about this episode, everybody, because I want to share and discuss some of my experiences with running out of stock while selling on Amazon FBA. So no doubt, if you've been selling on Amazon long enough, sooner rather than later, you're going to run out of stock on an item. And it's no good, it's no fun, nobody likes to run out of stock, but it is inevitable, but it's not necessarily the end of the world. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to kind of break down and share my updated opinions on what you should do while you're running out of stock and what you should do when you get back in stock to kind of get things back up to speed again. So the reason why I'm kind of uh, diving into this subject again, because I've definitely talked about this in the past, I have some updated opinions on this matter because I recently ran out of stock on an item for quite a while and got back in stock recently. And I kind of have some new thoughts on the subject that again, I wanted just to kind of throw out there. So that way you guys can take the information and do with it what you will. But before we get started on all of the fun and the madness, I want to throw out there a couple of very quick announcements. First and foremost, the Jungle Scout contest winner has been selected. So the contest is officially over for now. Got a winner selected to see if you're the winner. You got to check your YouTube comments, okay? And thank you, everybody, for participating in that contest giveaway for Jungle Scout. Had a great time doing it. And I think what we'll probably do is we'll probably do something very similar in the in the near future, okay? I don't know if we be it'll be Jungle Scout again that we'll do a giveaway on, maybe something else, who knows? But uh, you got to stay tuned to the podcast and or the YouTube channel, okay? So make sure you subscribe to both of them. And uh, just make sure you're checking out each and every communications and episode for future promotions such as that. Because I, I really enjoyed doing that particular uh, contest or giveaway. It's the first time I've ever done something like that. And I want to keep doing things like that kind of going forward, okay? Um, another quick thing that I wanted to mention. You may have noticed on some of your listings like the past week or so, the product descriptions have disappeared, okay? So on the actual live listing on Amazon.com, uh, you'll notice that uh, you may or may not be seeing product descriptions right now. So Amazon is doing some testing on that. Unfortunately, they didn't communicate that through Seller Central or anything like that. I kind of had to track somebody down there to figure out what was going on. So they're not showing product descriptions for certain listings and certain buyers accounts and things like that. They're doing some testing on that. If you have enhanced brand content for the listings, that'll always show but we're talking like just the standard text product description. So don't freak out if you don't see it. I know a lot of sellers were flipping out the past week or so. Leave it to Amazon to not communicate that. 
So, uh, you know, that's just typical Amazon fashion there. But uh, that test will probably be concluded very soon. They said it's about two weeks or so. So that tells me that Amazon is thinking about or at least contemplating getting rid of product descriptions altogether at some point. Who knows? But uh, I just wanted to throw that out there that it is perfectly normal. You don't need to go to Seller Central for it if you notice that issue with your listings. And uh, final thing before we get started here, guys, if you haven't yet downloaded my list of hot product opportunities to sell on Amazon that I've been talking about the past few weeks and months, make sure you go ahead and do that. Go to privatelabelershow.com forward slash hot 20. So that's privatelabelershow.com forward slash hot 20. From there, you can get a, uh, a list of download of 20 hot products to consider as opportunities for selling on Amazon. So check that out if you haven't yet already. Okay, so let's get after it here now and talk about the inevitable. And that is running out of stock while selling on Amazon. You know, if you've been a seller long enough on Amazon, this has probably happened to you. And nobody likes it. Nobody likes it when it does happen because just thinking about all the lost sales, all the lost profits, thinking about the lost keyword rankings and how difficult it might be to get that product back up and selling like it was. Like when you bundle all that up, and think about that as a seller, that is just pure nightmare fuel, okay? So again, I've been there more often than I'd like to admit. And a lot of times I've ran out of stock on stuff for things that were kind of beyond my control to a degree. I remember one time I had a really good selling product and the factory where I always got it produced, very reliable factory, their machines and equipment broke down for a considerable amount of time and screwed up all the orders and you know created big delays and chaos. And I remember being out of stock for weeks on that item. I was not happy about it. Um, other times too, I've had I've actually had shipments seized by customs, believe it or not. And when that happens, that can be that took at least two to three weeks of them doing whatever it is that they do, and again led to me being out of stock on items because of that. Um, I've even had semis delayed and broken down and blizzards and things like that that led to huge delays and my products, you know, getting back in stock on Amazon. Like you name it, there's there's just crazy things that happen to everybody. And again, it could be inevitable. But when that does happen or when you think you might run out of stock, it often gets asked in the community, what should I do? Like, should I raise my price a little bit to kind of slow down sales? Should I lower my price on my remaining inventory to kind of spike sales and go out with a bang? And then once I do run out of inventory, should I close my listing out? So I've definitely shared my opinions on all this in the past on the past podcasts. And I just want to throw it out there that I had a recent story of running out of stock that kind of just blows all that up. So I had a product that was selling really well and I had some issues a while back with the supplier. I was going to switch suppliers because the supplier that I was dealing with was kind of giving me some problems on materials and quality and pricing and it was just kind of a lot of back and forth. So I knew I was going to be out of stock on this item for a little while, okay? And it turned out that uh, it was going to be a lot longer than I anticipated actually. It turned out I was out of stock for like two months on this product. So when I initially was uh, selling my last remaining units of this product, I, I didn't do anything with the pricing, obviously. I just ran out naturally, okay? Just naturally ran out. 
I didn't close my listing or anything like that. Just ran out of stock and just kind of hunkered down and just accepted the fact that it's going to be a while. Okay. So of course I'm worried about like, is this product ever going to get back to where it was? Cause it was selling really, really well. And I had all those thoughts, but once I finally got back in stock, here's what happened. So I think it was at least two months later, I didn't do anything different. Again, I didn't close the listing out. I didn't mess with anything. All that happened was I got back in stock and the pay-per-click campaigns that were running on this product naturally start back up again. These pay-per-click campaigns were pretty well dialed in and within hours of getting back in stock, I was selling units again. I was getting sales, okay? So it was a really good feeling. So here's the further details. Within two days of just running pay-per-click, just keeping everything that it was the same as before, I was already on the bottom of page two for easily my most competitive keyword, okay? Bottom of page two. Within five days, I'm on the bottom of page one, okay? A few days after that, I'm in the middle of page one, creeping up towards the top already, okay? Again, that was with doing nothing, just leaving it alone, not closing it out, not lower, not adjusting anything, just with targeted pay-per-click. Again, that's with the product being out of stock for a very long period of time, losing all those keyword rankings, dropping off the face of the earth. And you know, to be honest, I was a little worried. I was like, is this product ever gonna get back to where it was? Because it was such a long time period of being out of stock. And I didn't, I thought about it, but I didn't do any um, promotion to uh, any many chat lists or email lists that I have or anything like that to get it going faster. I just wanted it to be relatively natural with just the pay-per-click. And everything is back and clicking pretty much exactly as it was before, okay? So given that, given what just happened with that product, my thoughts have kind of changed on uh, what you should do and, and just like, you know, kind of the fear of running out of stock. Um, yes, it sucks that all those days I was out of stock, I wasn't making money with the product. Like I've just kind of accepted that. Yeah, it did suck. But all these things that you could do, raising price, lowering price, closing out the listings that you hear everybody talk about and I've talked about, it doesn't really matter. Okay, it doesn't really matter based on my actual evidence and experiences. So if you want to do that stuff, knock yourself out. Okay, I don't necessarily think it really sways things too hard one way or another. So if you forget to, you know, do those things, you forget to close the listing out. Don't worry about it. My my thing is just run out naturally, go back in stock as soon as you can, obviously, and as long as you have something like pay per click that's dialed in, you should get back up and running relatively quickly. Now, all that being said, as long as the marketplace hadn't changed dramatically from the time you went out of stock to the time you got back in stock, things should be a-okay. So if you're out of stock for many, many months and the marketplace has dramatically changed with a lot of new sellers selling better products than you that are, you know, really just uh, kind of taking the, you know, all the top keyword rankings. Yeah, it might be a little bit more difficult then, okay? But for my product, the marketplace was relatively similar. It was the same sellers and nothing's changed within the buying behaviors of, of the customers or anything like that. So you gotta kinda consider that stuff. So with all that being said, I think we could all agree that the best solution is just to simply make sure you never run out of stock, okay? I know it's a little easier said than done, but here's a way to think about things. 
Um, if you have the capital, what I might suggest is that if you have products that you know are selling well, have sold, sold well in the past, is just to simply place larger orders than you normally would, okay? And instead of sending all that inventory into Amazon FBA all at once, send what you need into Amazon FBA and then find a warehouse that will store your excess inventory and they can then drip that extra inventory into Amazon FBA as needed, okay? If you're running low on your FBA inventory, you have backup inventory readily available close by and they can get it there right away. So that's what I would recommend that you do and there's a lot of warehouses out there that will cater to Amazon sellers for those needs and obviously, you know, that's gonna cost a little bit of money for you to store that excess inventory but you might need to just you know discuss it with them and see is are they going to charge you per pallet or you know how does that all work out? But that might be something you want to consider. Again, instead of sending it all to Amazon FBA all the time and getting dinged with all those high storage fees, you know that that's another route that you could do. Just employ the services of those warehouses. And you know when you have a product that you know is doing well and you have the capital, when you place those larger orders typically your cost per unit is gonna go down. So that means more profit for you. So that's something to really consider on mature products. And you know, that, I like that method a lot better because again, that excess inventory is, let, let, let's just talk about, uh, let's say you're in selling in Amazon US, okay? That excess inventory is already in the US. Like it doesn't need to clear customs, it doesn't need to get shipped and all this and that and take forever. Like it's already pretty darn close by, maybe only a few states away or whatever, and they can get it there relatively quickly as you are running low on your normal FBA merchandise. So again, look into that. You can find warehouses that can help you guys out with that. And another quick tip here that I just thought of, uh, if you're a newer seller, say you're just maybe launching your first product, you're really excited about it. My recommendation is that you have the capital or the funds to immediately place that second inventory order right away as needed if the product, the uh, your initial product launch is a success, okay? So what happens is a lot of times sellers will launch a product and it starts doing really well and then maybe they give away a bunch of units or whatever um, and starts selling really, really well and the problem is that that seller doesn't have funds available right away. They don't have capital available right away to immediately place that second order to ensure that they maintain their stock, okay? And what happens then is the product might be a big hit and you start gaining all this momentum and uh, you know Amazon gives you a honeymoon phase, like a honeymoon period on newer products to help you rank faster and do all these things. You wanna keep taking advantage of that wave that they're giving you. Like there's, there's gonna be nothing worse than losing all your momentum on a brand new product launch because you didn't have the funds available to place that second inventory order right away. So do what you can within your power to make sure you have that inventory available if that product starts taking off and is a success, okay? So that way you can get that second order placed and maintain those stock levels so you can keep riding that wave that Amazon has given you in that honeymoon period, okay? So now I, I kind of want to start to wrap this episode up here a little bit just to keep it relatively short and sweet for you guys here today. Uh, a couple of final quick recap points. Uh, when it comes to my opinion on closing listings or 
adjusting your price up or down as you're running out of stock, like what should you do? I personally don't think it matters all that much one way or another based on my own experiences. So if you just want to run out naturally and get back into stock naturally, I've just shown and proven that, that, you know, based on my experiences, that works a-okay. Again, as long as nothing has changed dramatically in the marketplace. And, you know, if you just want to have pay-per-click kind of help you get back up to speed, that's what worked for me. I didn't need to do any sort of launch or giveaway or promotions or whatever to get back up. Uh, really, that much any faster wouldn't have mattered. Um, so just with good old-fashioned pay-per-click, kind of did the trick back up and running. And finally, just try to place those larger orders on those mature products and try to store some of that excess inventory at a local warehouse that you can use to drip feed into your FBA inventory if you're running low on that product. So what'd you guys think of today's episode? Have you ever ran out of stock? What were your experiences? What did you do uh, to make sure that you got back in stock and uh, off to the races again? I would absolutely love to hear from you. Just go to our Facebook group at privatelabelershow.com forward slash FB and let us all know we can continue the discussion there. So that about does it, guys. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and I'll talk to you in the next one. Later. This episode of the Private Labeler Show has ended. Please show your support for the podcast by subscribing for more business strategies and tactics to help you build your empire. Also, make sure to leave us a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.